with Liz that talked about Legends and Flash. Uh, the fourth Arrowverse show, um, and the one I think is the most well-written, except for the first half of this past season, is Supergirl. Yeah. So Supergirl is about uh, Kara Zor-El, um, Kal-El's cousin, Superman's cousin, who she, at the same time, she sent to uh, Earth uh, when Krypton's blowing up, but she gets stuck, caught in the negative zone. So even though she actually was older than Superman at the time of their planet dying, um, she has an age and she gets caught in like the stasis before she gets to Earth. So it's about Kara um, living in National City, working as a beat writer, working for uh, Cat Industries. And after years of just, you know, keeping her profile private, she decides to be Supergirl, comes out, um, her sister, older sister, Alex, obviously stepsister, or half, not even half-sister, because she's human. Um, she works for the DEO, um, which is a government agency that tries to contain alien threats, because aliens are sort of like out in the open in this universe, which is Earth-38. Kind of like if you ever watched the show The Gifted with X-Men, kind of similar. Like, they're known about it. It's not like some big secret, but they're still not treated well. But uh, we follow Kara, Kara, whatever. There were adventures, and... Like everybody, she has a team, which includes Martian Manhunter, John Jones, who can shapeshift, uh, Lena Luthor, the younger sister of Lex Luthor, who everybody knows that's the big Superman villain, but she's actually good in this. Um, and she just tries to find herself. And the thing I really like about the show is, even though it's Supergirl, and of course, you know, Superman's a lot more famous and well-known, he's not overbearing. He's not even cast in it in the first season. I mean, you have to mention him, but um, it's about her. Um, it's a big thing about, you know, you mentioned about feminism. It has a lot of feminism, feminist kind of symbols, and it's not like in your face, I don't think. Um, so what do you think about Supergirl? Like, what do you like about it? What do you dislike about it? I actually love Supergirl. Not, mm -hmm. not just because I'm a female, but the first, although, albeit the first, I don't know if it was like the first couple episodes, it took me a while to get into the show. I felt like it was a little slow in the mm -hmm. beginning and the the actress um was just trying to melissa benoist or something she was yep. trying to find her her feet you know just mm -hmm. like any first season show does it takes a little bit but i i really love and obviously minus the first part of this last season um the in between. I thought she's. I think she's done a really good job as the character. I think she's done a really good job with the storyline. Like I've never been sort of bored watching the show. They've had sort of a great cast of characters, and just they all sort of meld together pretty well. Um, there's been a couple moments recently where I just sort of am like what's the point of them yada yada yeah even so like james olsen mm -hmm. he was sort of like peter parker like photographer i'm photographing spider-man he photographs superman mm -hmm. it was like where's where does he fit in at where does he fit in at like he doesn't mm -hmm. really have a place in this besides just being the photographer for catco and then he becomes a ceo and mm -hmm. then acting ceo or whatever and then it everybody's all love interest <laughs> like okay he's cute but come on like monel was seriously my favorite he's my favorite character of all you have to go back to you have to go back to the future you can't Fingers crossed i'm still hoping him and win come back <laughs> yeah yeah i love win yeah well hey she's married she's married to monel in real life so you I'm, have that happy ending is she married yet or are they just engaged they're married Oh, are they? Okay, because I was like, as soon as that happened, I was like, yes, because you killed my dreams in the TV show, but at least this is happening in real life. Yeah. Like him and Wynn, like two of my favorite characters leave in the same freaking episode, although they brought in Brainy, Brainy? Yeah. who is my heart and soul, and I absolutely adore him, his character, everything. Even when he went recently in this last season evil and his yeah. his his species is really a killing species and they kill everything and mm -hmm. and he and then he he sort of blocks it all out and he he becomes back to himself uh, mm -hmm. and tries to be good and everything like that like even that i was like this is my favorite character of the whole season mm -hmm. i think they tackle pretty relevant issues especially being that it's like a, a magazine 
or magazine or journalism company. So uh-huh. they have to, I think it's an easy way to interject like realistic issues being yep. what it is. So although you did have a little thing like, was this too political? Maybe because mm-hmm. it does reflect what's going on in the country right now. Yeah. So yeah, there's no subtlety with it this year. Like, um, so aliens, like I said, they're out in the open. They're kind of treated like immigrants. You know, immigrants, the immigrant issue here. Um, we don't want you here. You're a danger. You're gonna, you know, ruin everything. And you can pick your side. There is a right side, but I'm not gonna get political on here. Um, um, to that issue, and they really it was like in, too much in your face. I thought the first half of the season, yeah. which I mean, I'm all for shows like Supergirl. Um, like I said, it's a big feminine. She's a big feminist symbol. Um, Nia Nall, who they introduced this year, she is the first. Um, don't think of the right word. Um, and Rilla, huh? She, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, transsexual superhero, you know, um, on TV at least. Uh, there's some in the comics. Um, you know, they have black characters, gay characters, like um, Kara's sister Alex, who I like, but I think sometimes they make her character too contention on her relationships. Never when she's win, really. Like she's never. Yeah. She's always just like built up, built up, built up, let down. Built up, yeah. built up. Every scenario that she's like, she finds love, let down. They don't have. Mm-hmm. They don't. I. Both of them. One wants kids. One doesn't. They break up. And then mm-hmm. she has opportunities to have in the recent season. Like she's like, oh my god, I'm adopting a kid. This is happening. Boom. Mm-hmm. She doesn't get the kid. And I'm like, god, give her a win. For God's sake. Like, the only win she gets is when Kara almost dies each time. And mm-hmm. then she survives and then they're like oh my god you survived <sighs> you're still here and i'm like oh, that's the only win you get that kara stays alive like you don't your personal <laughs> is your sister's life like you are living every day for your sister and then each time you try to do something for yourself you that, are screwed yeah. you get screwed yeah that's so that I, I have an issue with with Alex's character and what they do for her on the show. I'm like, she never gets a win. I want her to win. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, that's true. I don't even know where it's really going with her and uh, Jimmy's sister since they got together. Um, some people are like, I didn't see that comment. I'm like, that was pretty obvious from the beginning. She was going to fall in love with her. But maybe. Found out she was gay too. Like, yeah. as soon as she realized, oh, she's lesbian. Oh, this is yeah. happening. Like, this is absolutely... And she was like, come with me, or I'll go with you. Whatever it was, like, with the adoption, she's like, I'll go with you, or come with me to, to do this. I'm like, ah, that's happening. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I guess the only relationship I really, really love for... Like, Maggie was cool, but um, on the crossover, so we can get to this when we talk about the crossover, she had, like, the one-night stand with Sarah Lance, uh-huh. <laughs> which was absolutely hilarious, because Alex saw about structure relationships, and Sarah's like, uh, whatever. See you yeah. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> that was so great. That, that was so great. But, so. yeah. I, I, Supergirl is probably also one of my favorites. Although, now, like... Um, John's character confuses me a little because he's now the latest season was very political and sort of like power hungry and all that kind of stuff. And he was still on his, like he was on his quest for peace and he was trying to like be peaceful and something. What was up with his dad? Like the book, was it like a book or like a a lot of the first half of the season, I feel like he just like wasted time the whole first half of the season because he decided he was going to be a pacifist, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. And then like Manchester Black, who I actually didn't mind him, but he kind of like I was really shocked when he died. I'm like, is he really dead? Yeah. Manchester Black, who's his. Yeah. So if in this season, like we said, it's political. If like the president is like super right wing with same with, same with agent, uh, which is in Cap- Agent America. Um, I can't think of the bad guy who basically hates all aliens. Then Manchester Black was like the extreme left, like, oh, we're not going to take this BS. We're going to kill people who try to oppress us and all this. And he just, I don't know, he just sent John for all these loops he didn't need to go to just for him to basically come back as Martian Manhunter all over again. Yeah, a Agent season like Agent Liberty. <laughs> Agent Liberty, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, 
superhuman supremacist, like, but uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, and I actually love his character. I think his name is mm-hmm. Sam as Benjamin Watwood. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love him in other things. I, I don't know. He was a difficult, and then he had those two people that he had recruited. Mercy, Mercy and her brother. I can't think of his name. They used to work for Lex Luthor, though. Yeah. Right. And then the, the brother saved that little kid, right? Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. saved, I don't know. It, it felt weird. Like, they didn't know, again, another season where they sort of were like, what are we doing? What are we going to do with this? Like, they created that second Supergirl to, mm-hmm. to try and kill her and then but she had memories and I don't know it was it was I felt it was a little difficult to follow where they were trying to go because then she j- just ended up dying and then Lex mm-hmm. like ta-da I'm amazing and the very end felt very rushed like, oh with Lena <laughs> and what I did not like was that they had all of these cam. Okay. So like, I'm, I'm absolutely jumping around, but they had all of these camera angles of Supergirl, like when she set fire to the cell with all of her photos in it, that the second. second Yeah. Soviet Supergirl. I was like, um, where did this camp, where was the camera sitting? Where was that? What was recording that? What was recording that? So that you like they, they he could have had a video for Lena to then watch, like that's what I think about when I was watching the show. I just thought, what was recording Supergirl when she used her laser eyes and burned all those photos on the wall? Like what was recording her? Like like that's what I thought about when I was watching. Like where did he get all this footage from? Like that's. I just kept thinking, like, does he have this weird drone that's just everywhere that Supergirl's at? That's my question. If you remember well, the montage that, yeah. that, that uh, we watched. Yeah, well, um, I think it plays off the fact that, um, you know, Lex Luthor, is a super genius and whatnot. No. Um, I actually thought when he got injected in the second half of the season, that made it really good. The actor, even though... Most people will know him from his role on Two and a Half Men, is uh, Charlie Sheen's brother. I thought he was superb. Because <laughs> um, wild to figure out who he was. was yeah, like, yeah, he was Two and a Half Men. <laughs> I know, and it took me so long to be like, oh my god, he's amazing. I, I knew I knew him, but then I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out where to place him, which is good. Like I wasn't like, oh my god, that's the guy from Two and a Half Men. What the heck is he doing as an evil character? Like I was like, dang, this guy's good. Like where do I know him from? Like that to me says, you are a very good actor because you can, like, connect to a different character and just sort of like melt into that and be just whoever that person is. Versus being like, oh, I don't believe you. Like you were this person on Two and a Half Men. That's how I see you. I thought he was really good, like so good as Lex Luthor. Versus- yeah, he, um, yeah, versus Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> but yeah, he was cunning, he was smart, and yeah. you just wanted to cheer against him. I also think, like, whatever voice, whatever voice he picked, yeah, whatever voice he picked, I don't know if that's his natural voice. It sounded like I would imagine Lex Luthor, and a couple of the, um, animated DC films that Lex Luthor's in. Rain Wilson actually plays him, you know, Dwight Schrute. Um, and he doesn't use his Dwight voice, but he, he does a pretty good job of, I don't know, when I close my eyes and think of how Lex Luthor should sound, it's kind of like the voice he used and his intellect and making, or how he took advantage of Miss Tessmacher the whole time because she wasn't as smart as him and played her and manipulated her. I didn't see that coming either. I did not see Tessmacher being... Uh, two-sided like double double agent whatsoever but i i just and honestly like it goes back to like superhero or superman like nobody knows what he looks like nobody recognizes him without glasses on and so when he takes them off they're like oh my gosh it's superman he puts them on oh it's clark kent the same thing goes for lena with 
she worked so closely with Kara all the time. And I just thought when she was super shocked in the end, when, when, when Lex showed her all the footage, like, you're an idiot. You've been working side by side with Kara this whole time. And she was like heartbroken. I also think it was very dumb to, and I know that they were basically drawing it out for like a big season, like fight and evil, you know, between Kara and Lena or yeah. And I just, I'm like, why you didn't know that you were working next to Supergirl this whole time. Like she looks very similar, even with her glasses off. But I just also, every time Kara was like, Lena, I've got to, I've got to talk to you. I've got, I've got to tell you something. I've got to tell you something. And then she just wouldn't. I'm like, what is Lena? She, they hang out together. There would always be those scenes where they were hanging out together and everyone else in the group, but her knew like, what would be so bad? I don't know. I have a big, like, I love the show. And that's one of my biggest pet peeves this whole time was like, it's taken you 17 seasons to tell her that you're Supergirl. I don't know. Okay, so about that, um, I do like how when Lex reveals it to her, he's like, as smart as you are, because it's established, she's like one of the smartest people in yeah. the world, Lena is, like, not to the level of, of her brother, but up there. She comes up with all these cures and ways to make superhumans out of serums, and she fixed rain in a couple seasons back. As smart as you are, you never realize that. And then there's the, so Lena and Kara, um, Maybe I'm just being a perverted male, but other people have seen it. If you ever look on the internet, you think there's like some kind of tension between those two, like not hostile tension either. If you get my, get my drift. Cause since Monel's been gone, Cara doesn't have a love interest. Jimmy and Lena broke up. So I guess they're Eskimo sisters in a way anyway. Um, <laughs> so do you ever get that sense? I kind of do. I don't know if it's just the actresses playing it up for the fans out there, or if there's some kind of long-term like Supergirl is a lesbian kind of angle on it. Okay, you, you might not know how, but when, if you have, like, a really close female friend, <laughs> like, I'm obviously, like, I have best friends, I'm not in love with them, but I love them, but mm -hmm. if they wanted to, like, really change up Supergirl's storyline, but I feel like that would be too much in the sense that she already has a lesbian sister, so... Yeah. Uh, would they even go that direction or do you feel that would be too much of that direction like to to round out the show um i well i don't think they're going there now because obviously there's going to be some beef between them this season sure. now that lena feels like she's been made to look like a fool this whole time and she's gonna have trust issues uh shout out to drake um she, but she got in a fight with um, Kara a while back too and so mm -hmm. maybe there was that sort of tension she was just frustrated with her because like deep down she had maybe some feelings yeah. but I can't I can't explain it it's just something about how and maybe it's a credit to like I said the actresses how they just like kind of linger when they look each other like these little subtle things um, there's actually like compilations of these little looks and scenes on on YouTube where, I mean, it's like, it's a famous ship. It's not as obvious as in the crossover last year where, like, Batgirl, or Batwoman, sorry, Batwoman and Supergirl are clearly flirting. She's like, oh, you have a lot of tattoos. She's like, you should use your x-ray vision to look under my suit. I have more, more you know. Um, it wasn't, it's not obvious like that one. Yeah. Which, I mean, that might be something that they can explore later. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I always felt like there's a little tension between them. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can understand where you're coming from, for sure. But I don't, I don't know where they're going to put it. Cause even, I, I don't know, her and, um, the hell's Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. It was always a little off to me. Like they never fit perfectly to me. Like they, I don't know. I was like, oh, this will have its little run. And they're just doing like two big businessmen, men and women. Like they're just two big like CEOs and they're very smart people and they're on the same level. So they get along in that aspect, but I didn't see it going for the long run. So who knows? Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't think there's any 
other than those Kara and Lena to me there's no obvious like these two people should be in romance like the Flash I always thought Cisco and Caitlin I don't care what anyone says I always thought that could have happened right. um, but this one yeah Jimmy Jimmy's already dated two of the characters Alex I mean Nicky. yeah I, and then, sure then they proved that off <laughs> And then they were just like, I don't feel that way about you. It was the funniest moment. That is the one thing about Flash, I'll say. My favorite, absolute favorite character of the whole whole show probably was, and I love, I love Carlos, but I love Diggy. Love Diggy. That's like, funny. Liz is like, I hate him. I thought he was funny. I liked him better this past season. He grew into his own. I thought he was a great addition to the character list like i thought he fit in well i thought he like immediately grabbed onto his character and just knew what he was doing with him and i thought he just melded right into the just and he's not a big character but i thought he fit so well and he was funny i loved him and like everyone else would like rip off of him and just like joke on him and then he started joking i thought he was great that's funny and if you ever need to get over a breakup, he has a whole binder of steps he gave Cisco. <laughs> He's got his whole system. It was so good about how to break up one, like all the whole thing. And he never had one, obviously, which was what was so funny. That's yeah, funny. Um, they'll probably do big things with him. But as far as uh, Supergirl, the upcoming season, do you have any predictions or things you'd like to see? I think the big, the big storyline, there'll be another like Lazarus, I guess is the big villain. Or Leviathan, I'm sorry. It's a big villain company that's gonna yeah. still haunt Miss Tessmacher, but the Lena and Kara beef. What do you how do you think that'll play out this season? I don't know. I thought about it for a long time after the season ended and I was like, I don't think it's something where they would fight to the death. I'm actually very surprised that I'm like I guess Lena is very like immediately anger versus immediately like I need to go and talk my feelings out to Kara like mm -hmm. I, I found this out why did you keep this from me I think it would just for some reason she just wants everything to fester and to build and that's what just happens in tv shows obviously but that like Kara is never going to be able to hurt Lena like, she's never going to be able to, like, fight her. So what, to, to what extent they would have some sort of fight? Or, you know, it's sort of like Batman versus Superman, you know? Like, there's this, I feel like that is the extent to them, although it wouldn't be on as large of a scale. I feel like that is what that, this, this show has, has drawn those two together as. I don't know. I, I don't know how it would play out unless she hides that she, uh, unless she's just going to hide that she knows who Kara is the whole time, or at least for part of the season and be like, I, I don't know how it would end. Just like, I know why, why haven't you told me? Like, it's not some like girl, see in that aspect is not a girly romance. It's like mm -hmm. much higher stakes. Yeah. You know? I don't, no just like honest feelings like hey why have you not told me I, I i know who you are why it's like sort of like coming out to your family and your family's like we already knew we just were waiting mm -hmm. for you to tell us you know like mm -hmm. that's what this feels like to me like it's just she's waiting for the her to just finally say like hey i'm supergirl but really it's like all anger and and hate i don't know why yeah i think it'll go like you know if you ever text someone like you might be romantically involved in or talking to and you know something's wrong with them be like hey what's wrong oh i'm fine you sure okay like, give the short responses she's going to do that then eventually she'll reveal to kara that she knows yeah. and i feel like she'll try to you know needle kara into wanting to fight her or whatever sure she'll create an invention to fight for herself uh and then eventually i think since they have like she has a power yeah she did like the power serum for uh jimmy but um, it so, worked, right? Aren't they yeah. isn't he saying goodbye or whatever? Isn't yeah, that did. he's leaving the show? Uh is he? I'm not sure if he is or not. I don't remember. I Hopefully don't not. I, well that's why I was like, wait, because I had to I didn't like re Google the last season, so I couldn't remember if he died or if he survived. 
Yeah, that... everyone everyone survived from except okay. I think Lex Lex Luthor's the only one that died. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it'll end up Kara and Lena will have their beef, and then like I said, Leviathan's like the evil agency behind the scenes. Something will happen that will push them back together, and they'll have a happy ending. And one of them will probably leave the show or die, and I'm maybe they'll, they'll admit their love. <laughs> I know. Have you ever watched the show Supernatural? Uh, no, but it's been on forever. <laughs> yeah, which is one of the like seasons. Part of it was there was Leviathan. And so then in Supergirl, when they were like, Leviathan is coming or whatever, whatever, I'm like, hmm, are they running out of like fancy fun names? Or is this the same sort of evil? Like I'd have to go back. I just remember that name. As soon as they said it, I'm like, wait, what else was that in? And then I was like, oh yeah, it was in like Supernatural. And it was like a weird creature, I think in Supernatural. It was like, a, it was a creature called the Leviathan. And then uh, it no, it's a, it's a group in the, it's a group in Supergirl. It's a comic thing. <laughs> Right. And then it's supernatural. It was like a creature. Like it was a, a specific creature of some sort. It's like a water creature. Uh, I don't know. I think it, I just remember it having like a lot of teeth. Yeah. Teeth are bad. Also the movie teeth. Don't watch it. <laughs> I just watched it the other day. What's it called? Teeth. Um, it's about a girl who has teeth in a very weird place and will bite things off. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. really cheesy I've horror movie. Horrible things. No, I'm good. Yeah, it's on <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I've heard horrible things, and I think I was listening to another podcast where they talked about it. And I was like, ah, no, nothing. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it's pretty graphic. <laughs> but back to Supergirl. <laughs> so, um, those are those are our predictions. What we think. I really don't know what'll happen. I just know, you know. Two characters have been friends the whole time. They're going to have beef, and it'll probably rip Team Supergirl apart. Yeah. But uh, Brainy, what about Brainy and Dreamer? What do you? I love them. Oh, I um, them. They're yeah. so corny and lame. Yes. And it's almost like high schooly. How they, they can't admit they like each other, but I like it. Uh, like what to do? Brainy is just so like he can be so literal, and then he's just like this is and then he'll make a joke and it's so funny obviously to whoever's watching and then nobody else like gets it or they're like no brainy and he's like oh you know like uh he's just so per like his whoever the actor is i don't know his name is so perfect for that role and he just does such an amazing job with that character like even when he was like evil it wasn't overacted to me. I thought he he has been such an amazing like just addition to the show after losing Monel, who was funny and didn't understand things, and and even Wynn, who was like the nerdy backup, like supporting mm -hmm. actor, you know. And then they got Brainy, and I'm like, oh gosh, he's the star of the show. Like I, yeah. He, he, to me, is just the star of the show. Yeah, I love Brainy. Um, like I said, his um, not getting literal humor, almost like Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, yeah. nothing would go over my head. I'm too fast for that. <laughs> I would, like a cat. I would catch it. Like, I, I love that sort of humor. And I think he's been a great addition to the show. And... I'm not I the only thing I didn't like was Dreamer's name. Something about the super the super like name for the superhero. Something about it I didn't like. And then but I do sort of like her superpower. She can lord of sort of lasso you with mm -hmm. like these mystical ropes that she creates with her mind. Mm -hmm. Like I, I did kind of like that. It was a very odd and she can sort of see the future. Although it was like in the beginning, it was narcolepsy and she would yep. have dreams. And then now she just sort of, I don't know if it just morphs into, I can see the future without being narcoleptic. Yeah. I think she's still, even though brainy like trained her at the fortress of solitude, um, she's still coming into her um, clairvoyant powers because she can see things, but not all the way. Um, oh. which is which is good it'd be too easy if she could just simply see every outcome that would be very fun yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, even, and you know that, like, every once in a while when she, like, messes up or gets hit or whatever, she obviously can't see everything, but, and I just looked up the Leviathans for Supernatural, and that Mm -hmm. was totally different. It's a primordial monster that served as God's very first beast. Oh, well, that's a little bit different than what we will see in Supergirl, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I was like, I know I know that name. And they, it says it predates angels, humans, and the soul itself. Very oh. interesting. They d- didn't know what to come up with a new name, so they just decided to steal either that or the Leviathan was stolen by comic books. Uh, well, I mean, it's a like when I think when I hear the name Leviathan, honestly, I think of video games and like the Final Fantasy series. There's always a Leviathan monster. It's this big water monster that has a tsunami and tidal wave. So it's there's no copyright on the name Leviathan. Um, so it could, you can I don't think so. Yeah, I can name my next child Leviathan. Uh, your next child? You have you been hiding one or something? I uh, have a, do- a daughter that's a dog. Oh, well, dog, we can discuss if dog moms are real moms on the next podcast. (laughs) You're literally a cat dad. I don't call myself a cat dad. I have a cat that I love, but I wouldn't say he's my son. Yeah. (laughs) He's my cat. He's my best friend, actually. He's not my son, but um, yeah, the Mr. Ginobili podcast is also for another day, (laughs) but that we covered Arrow, we covered Supergirl, so the good thing about the Arrowverse shows they have crossovers every year um, last year they left Legends out this year I think it'll be involved so this year they're doing a their biggest crossover yet Crisis on Infinite Earths um, which is a storyline which basically the comics did to reset their continuity get rid of all the multiverses and multiple Earths and put everything in one place and restart everything I don't think it will quite do that but I think uh this will reset some things and sort of so there's not an earth 38 with supergirl and earth one with flash arrow and batwoman and then black lightning they're not it's never described what earth they are like there's not a number described but uh the cool thing they're doing this year that's been confirmed they're going to involve smallville so tom Welling, who played clark kent on smallville and the lady who played lois lane they're going to be in it um kevin Con- conroy who plays the voice of batman he's going to be in it but he's going to play Batman. Uh, they've mentioned that the Huntress from the old Birds of Prey show, like 2004, she'll yeah. be in it. And then Brandon Ruth, who played Superman in a movie, he's going to play Superman in the crossover. So do you have like, maybe not 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 predictions for story, but are there any, like, I think the coolest things are characters interacting that never interact. Like we mentioned Alex and Sarah earlier. Are there any characters you'd like to see cross paths just for a funny scene or maybe a hookup or a fight? All of them, like that narrows it down. (laughs) That's so awesome. That's one thing that I've managed to glaze over when I was hunting down all my research. Like, that's not something I found. Um, the that is probably you know more than me about the infinite earth crisis, crisis of infinite earths, um, the storylines and or what might happen. I am ready for all of it. So how, wait, how many Supermans would there be? Just the one? Wouldn't it be Clark Kent from? from- um, so, so you know, like in the, especially in the Flash, they've um, decided and developed. There's multiverses, so you know, Barry's from Earth One, and right. then you know all, all the well, all the wells. How about that? There's a, like a bunch of them, like Earth One, Two, Three, Four, Five. Amazing. And, yeah, and so they have established already Supergirls from Earth Thirty Eight. Um, so there's multiple Earths. So I guess there would be multiple Supermans in this crossover. Like they've con- three Supermans of Smallville, and then they have uh, yeah, Supergirl, Superman, and then Brandon, Ralph, yeah. Ruth, whatever his name is. Yeah, the Adam. Well, it was Ray, right? Yeah, Ray. Yeah, yeah. He played him in an actual movie. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, that's why I was just like, oh my gosh, they're going to have a million Supermans. Like, I just read that today. That's the only thing I caught from, from some of it. And I'm like, um, they all need to come together. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But uh, unfortunately, there'll probably only be one Stephen Amell. So sorry uh, for any any one. dream you had. Um, so, like, yeah, uh, you know you said all of them, but, like, think about your favorite characters like what have they interacted yet in these crossovers because some of them have before some of them just been like a passing one line um 
me myself, like I really like the Alex and Kara thing. I think it'd be funny if they came back to that and maybe uh, or not Kara, Alex and Sarah. Sarah sees Alex with their new girlfriend and like winks at her or something. Um, <laughs> you have to go back and watch all the crossovers. Yeah. And or like come up with all of my ideas. Yeah, make some fan fiction. Or I think uh, I said Mick Mick Rory meeting somebody that's like I don't know like buttoned up would be funny because he's just yeah the fact that he writes romantic fiction like he writes romantic novels is so funny to me yeah and they and could they could they could play off of that like someone's like i really love this book and then he's like well i wrote it as yeah, you know gruff voice <laughs> i see i feel like he would definitely be like well what do you like about it and then you go into like description and which is what was so funny about him at that book convention and all the the men and women are just like going on about like what they love or whatever about the you know characters and he's like well what's her name was amaya was acting as the author and then when he grabbed the microphone and started talking because he was the actual writer was one of the greatest moments in that series like going on about the the depth of his characters and why they do what they were doing and like whoever whatever woman he meets who's like a fan of the books i'm i'm like they have to talk about just something like that like going into the book series or something that he can sort of show his softer side but then be like rough and tough on the outside still like Mm -hmm. i love that He's probably one of the funniest characters. Yeah, he is, and he doesn't um, he doesn't get a whole lot of lines him or Charlie so far. But every time they're on the screen, they pop out to you and they make it make it memorable. Yeah, which uh, pe- yeah, people need roles like that. Miracle that the she was the Asian. She turned into the werewolf. Oh, Mona. Yes, she was so funny. You like their, it's funny because you like, um, you like Ralph and you like Mona and Liz hated both of them. What? I, I thought it was weird that she turned into a werewolf, to be honest. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was very odd. Like her, that whole relationship, because I love um, the nerd guy. Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Gary. So I thought, I, I truly, and that was where the series was trying to head at first, was that they, those two were going to like, end up because Gary liked her. And then mm-hmm. she found that the the guy who was excuse me and then he was a werewolf and then she got scratched and then she became one and i thought it was getting a little weird at that point but Mm. i thought she was really funny like i thought she had some great little one-liners um i would say i I liked her but more in moderation i think she there's too much of her like the cuteness over the top thing um i do wish do wish her and gary but I think they need to get together for sure. Yeah, well, Gary, what was it? They hinted like him and Constantine had a one night stand, but yeah. <laughs> Constantine, he's just. I love Constantine. He can be a mm-hmm. little over the top, but I liked his character, and I liked that he, I, his that that storyline was cool, but also weird for the last season of Legends. I mm-hmm. that he had like. He's bisexual as well, and so yep. he's a boyfriend. And that he sacrifices. <laughs> yeah, and then it was like it was weird. I felt really, really. I actually felt emotionally connected when um, I want to say Nick because that's his real name, but mm-hmm. Nick Zano, who's the Man of Steel or whatever, Nate. His dad, Nate. Yeah, I know it's really close to that. When he lost his dad, and then when he thought um, Damien Dark's daughter killed him, I was like, no, she didn't do it. She's trying to be good. Like, I I did like the, the tension with her character trying almost sort of like a addicted to dark magic. Mm-hmm. She was trying to get clean and, like, try to be good and all that kind of stuff. And, but... And I like her and Ray. I really liked the idea of her and Ray because I felt like Ray really needed somebody. He's just that sweet, genuine guy that you really want to see end up with somebody. And he keeps 
sort of losing too. Yeah, he lost Felicity. He lost Amaya. But uh, you know, Ray and Nora—they're married in real life, so that's probably why they have some chemistry. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> I've got to start googling more. Yeah, and they both announced that they're—I think they're leaving the show or taking a part-time role after this year. So enjoy it. Interesting. Before they get some other C-list hero or sidekick to join the legends, because that's what they are, <laughs> basically. Well, no, it's true. Yeah, they're. But it like, works. But it works. It works. Who doesn't work on the sh- the main shows? But we still really like their characters. Okay, we'll put them on legends. Yeah, uh, I just gotta wish that the uh, the guy that played Kid Flash, he wouldn't have decided to become an R and B singer or whatever he's doing with his life. Because okay. I think he fit in great. I like so- him and Zari. He like joined the team, but he's still not really on the team, and he like yeah. train with a bunch of monks, and it's like yeah, he know what to do with this character, but he was good enough to keep. I don't know. Yeah, they couldn't figure out a good way to write him off. Basically, <laughs> I think that's what it was. See, I think he probably shocked him. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, but... he came back in for like one episode in the flat in the season this last season, and mm-hmm. yeah. They're like, oh, he's been with the legends, and it's been amazing, and blah, blah, blah. Oops, sorry. Yeah, so speaking of the Flash, uh, before we get out of here, um, I know we're not going to go super in-depth in it, but um, <laughs> last season, what did you think, like, in a nutshell of the Flash? Let's touch on it real quick. Or did you like Nora? Uh, I liked her at first, and then I was fed up with her. Yeah, but... no, I feel the same way. So I, I liked... It felt, it sort of felt like the same with all the other seasons. Like, it felt like a little, where are you going with this? And, Mm -hmm. like, I liked where they were going. And then as soon as she was like, I'm your daughter. And I was like, okay, cool. And Mm -hmm. then it kept going and going. And she was, like, hiding all this stuff. And then she had created the language in that Mm -hmm. book. And I, although I did love Sherlock. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> like I love Wells, yeah. <laughs> like it's not Sherlock. It's Sherlock. Sherlock. <laughs> like I that was one of probably one of my favorite characters this season as well. Like I thought he was such a good like Sherlock. Mm-hmm. But um I didn't uh, the flash. I hated I hate that Carlos was like, I don't know that I want to be vibe anymore. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not like you have to be a superhero all the time just because you have powers like you can obviously say like i don't want to do this anymore and, and keep and like keep your powers you don't have to get rid of your powers well don't you know that with great power comes great responsibility has anyone ever told you that no, i've never heard that phrase in my entire life i don't know i just i felt like he was giving but you're giving up so much just so that you can go on a date with somebody like yep. it's to me, it just felt like just so that your social life is better and that you can eventually, you're like 24, like chill out. Like you're yeah. fine. <laughs> like, yeah. um, I think, like I said with Wally, like I know he wants to take a step back. They just don't know how to write him off. But that way to write him off doesn't seem appropriate because he's Cisco. He's like a conduit for nerds. Like he's like a nerd in a show. Like he likes superheroes like Star Wars he wanted to be a superhero. It doesn't seem realistic that he'd want to give it up. It they should have just killed him off or something, like yeah, tragically. Like I <laughs> thought he was going to die. I thought he was going to die in the the episode called Death of Vibe. <laughs> yeah, it might have been the last season, or even when um, what's her name just kept going back in time and back in time and back in time. Oh, Nora. Yeah. Eventually. One of the people have to be the one that dies. So at first I thought maybe it's going to be Cisco. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Okay. So that's the other thing with Flash is where I'm getting a little tired of is um, that the reverse Flash keeps Uh coming back. And I, I think, I don't know if they're just like they're like I don't know what direction to go anymore. We've we've gone all these directions and who could we bring back that would just really be crazy? And I'm like, okay, that's crazy enough to be like, okay, I'm you've already you've you've brought him back 18 times. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know I don't know how I feel about that one yet. I was still very like, oh no. Like him yeah. again, couldn't come up with anyone new. <laughs> well, um, 
probably not. He was also in Legends too. Let's not forget that. Um, but he's sort of the Joker to Batman, or the Flash is Reverse Flash is like Batman's Joker. He's always there. Except he, I mean, the guy's so petty. He went back in time and killed his mom. So <laughs> that's. And I came up with that. Like it was all very time oriented, and mm-hmm. um, I like I loved that that Digby was one of the people to figure it out. Like I, I, he was just like, wait, and it is because I think like he does. Cause I just thought, wait, why is, I had a very like, wait, why, why is the knife, you know, not in, it was in the wrong time or whatever. Like, why does it have to be sent back? Blah, blah, blah. And you real, like I realized at the same time that he did, but mm-hmm as soon as it was thrown and it was about to go into the time force or the mirror, that mirror gun. Mm-hmm. And so I thought like him, which I think is one of the reasons I just feel like I have so much in common with him, but I liked that he had figured that out. And so it, it made to a good story, but then I felt at the same time, like what was a little over played was then the Flash's relationship with Iris was like constantly on and off. And I don't know. She, in that whole thing, she's with uh, her, the daughter. She, mm-hmm. she have a good relationship with her. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, I don't know if this is where that direction and that sense of where I wanted it to go. She's like, you didn't tell me I was the Flash. And I'm like, obviously, this mom is 60 or 16 years before your time. So, mm-hmm. like, why? I don't know. But, I mean, <laughs> I get it. She had resentment from her time mom and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Uh, Nora is written very much like a teenager to me, even though she's like 23, 24. Um, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, no, I- happy. Yeah happier thoughts so this year debuting is batwoman i uh, don't know how much you know about her but are you going to watch it what do you think of ruby rose i do want to watch it i'm a little concerned about ruby rose because i think she's one she's gorgeous mm-hmm. she, i do think she's a good actor sometimes but i've i've obviously never seen her as a role as a superhero mm-hmm so I'd be interested to see what she does. And she didn't she have like a fake ginger wig? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so do you want to, I can give you a little bit of information about Batwoman without spoiling stuff if you want. Um, well, just a little background. Yeah. Okay. So so uh, Batwoman, it's uh, Kate Kane's her name. She's Bruce Wayne's cousin, which I think they established in the crossover too. So in the comics, that wig she has, it's she has short hair in the comics generally most of the time. And she's a redhead um in the comics and she has a twin in the comics so 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 uh this should be your girl for real um unfortunately uh of course every superhero has a tragic beginning so she has a twin her dad's this big military guy her her mom and her twin get um i think abducted by terrorists kidnapped and the dad can't save them all in time so the twin and the mom die Yeah, so she, I mean, that that probably sucks losing your sibling, but um, so she grows up, and like her dad, she goes into the military, but she gets, like, discharged because she's gay. Uh, you know, like, don't ask, don't tell is a thing. Um, so she won't out, like, whoever she's having the affair with. So she loses her way for a little bit, thinks she, like, drinks a lot, obviously, and then eventually she gets into crime fighting, um, like her cousin Bruce and Batgirl and Robin and Nightwing and her dad's sort of like all the other Arrowverse shows he's actually supportive he's not this overbearing like I can't believe my daughter's out here risking her life but that's no. I don't want to spoil too much but yeah that's kind of her backstory so I guess it's up to Ruby to portray that and show her toughness I think she gives off the badass vibe I've never watched Orange is the New Black it's the only thing I can think of when I think of the actress but yeah, yeah. She was also in um, the third Pitch Perfect movie. She was a band. She sang. So seeing her as a, as a someone in jail and then as someone who sings in a band, I'm like, okay, wait, now she's a superhero? Like, Uh-oh, musical episode. <laughs> oh, they can all cry. 
that's what this that's what I'm missing this whole time. I've been missing a musical. Uh, I don't feel I didn't feel crazy about that one. I mean, Grant Gustin was on Glee, so obviously he can sing. But well, (laughs) Melissa, like they both are singers and we're on like not Broadway, but sort of an off Broadway stuff. And so I was like, okay, this is cool. Um, And I usually like musicals. But I felt like that one, those were a little like over, like, oh, it's a musical episode. Okay. Yeah. I feel like uh, every show that's been on like more than three seasons has to do. I mean, even Buffy did a musical episode, if I remember correctly. So she did. Yeah. I'm sure you probably loved Angel or something. Just I guessing. I loved Angel. David Morianas is, he was uh-huh. one of the first people I remember having a crush on. So. Uh-huh. I'm shocked to know that. I'm so surprised hearing my voice. <laughs> so do you think you'll watch Bat- Batwoman? I Give do. it a chance. I I always try to watch all those kinds of shows. Like I'm I'll, I'm interested to see what direction they take and if it's I'm willing to give it a shot because Supergirl like I said was a little slow in the beginning and so if Batgirl is the same way sort of getting into that Hey, Batwoman, don't say Batgirl. Batgirl's a different character. <laughs> if, if it ends up being a little bit slow like that, like I'll stick with it and see what happens. And if it ends up sucking, obviously I have no problem speaking my mind about that. But I'm, I'd am i like to see where the character goes. Yeah, a red-headed girl with a twin that's a superhero. This is made for you. I have this is your, this is your Beyonce. 